0: We are family here on the main line. You are listening to WXVU. That's V891, The Roar. And this is Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ. It is 4 o'clock in the greater Philadelphia area on this wonderful day. And V891, The Roar is proud to announce that we can be heard on 891. FM All day, every day, for the first time in Villanova's illustrious history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1 FM, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, with our now full-time FM signal. And you are listening to 89.1 FM, and this is Thoughts of Yesterday with A.J., and I, of course, am your host, A.J., Melillo, and I am joined in studio with my magnificent co-host, Mr. Nick Pilney. What is up, Nicholas? Anthony Pilney, how are you today?
1: How you doing, Ace, man? I'm so happy to be here.
0: I'm so happy to be here, too. And we have a wonderful guest, the incredible, talented, and beautiful Kelly Gersick. What's up, Kelly?
2: I'm so happy to be back.
0: (laughs) I'm so happy to have you back. Kelly, what is your middle name? Ann. Kelly Ann Gersick, the... Wonderful girlfriend of the co-host of this program, Nicholas Anthony Pilney, back in the saddle again, um, taking over Mike, well, technically number four, but number three, but, you know, you know, is what it is. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You want to know why it's a beautiful day? I think I know what you're going to say, but you tell me. Opening day
1: of baseball is one of the most magical days of the year. I put it up there with, like, the first day of March Madness. Sure. The Super Bowl. Okay. When the Eagles are in it. Um, You know, like the Masters. Like a Sunday round of the Masters. The Masters. The Masters on NBC. NBC. (laughs) Right. And nothing's better than watching my Philadelphia Phillies, who are relevant now. play and I'm just so excited to find a stream
0: that I can do that on. Well, you know what? I can help you out with that cuz I do have an MLB TV subscription. Yes! Oh my gosh. And a VPN, so it's like a double. Oh, we awesome. got the Phillies, no problem. It's the Fightin's. I the understand. Fightin's. We're talking about the Fightin's. And we're talking about the Fightin's. But you know what? My Yankees already won today, so whatever happens, it's a good day. 5 nothing shutout victory and I know this isn't a sports show, but gosh darn it, I just love the Yankees.
2: I'm here as our break from sports.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love them. We're going to the game next Tuesday, Phillies Yankees. Next Tuesday, Phillies Yanks in the Bronx, the boogie down, and I'm so excited. But you know what, you know what, you know what, this is a a tough week for us over at the law school. If you guys are just tuning in, uh, you know that myself, Nick, and Kelly, we're all law students here at Villanova, first year law students, that is, and uh, we got a big week, right? We got a big memo to do on Sunday, and then we got oral arguments coming up uh, the week's to follow and so this is a perfect time to de-stress and i think that the single best way or what, what should i say the single least stressful event in my opinion is going to a barbecue in the summertime maybe not hosting the barbecue but right. going to the barbecue no stress involved also you're guaranteed a good time
1: yes i agree also though like I don't know. I wanna get your guys' takes on this. Like sometimes barbecues can be a little like hot and sticky, like especially if it's only outside. Like if you're at a park, for example. Like I personally like a backyard barbecue. You got some AC, you got a pool maybe. Sure, sure.
2: I don't know if I've been to a barbecue at the park, like really? a family barbecue.
1: My family has done a barbecue, like when my brother was going away to Missouri, shout out to my brother who's not listening.
2: Oh wow. <laughs>
1: um Shout out, out to Nick's a... brother, we know you're listening.
2: In spirit.
1: <laughs> he uh we had a family barbecue outside. Porta potties for as long as you can see. Not my, not my kind of, you know. I. Environment. I think my
2: grandma would riot. I like a part... I,
0: I, I was gonna say I like a porta potty, but I meant to say I like a I like a barbecue anywhere, anytime. Um, it, backyard with a pool, yes. Front, front, like on like a block party type of thing. Sign oh, me up. So block fun. parties are great. That's so. Throw fun. me, throw me at a park with like those charcoal grills. I'm there. Like mm. any barbecue, anytime. Aj's making an appearance. I could see you with one
1: of those like kiss the cook like aprons. Aprons, sure, sure, sure. Public park.
2: Uh In In the the public public park. park. Yes, (laughs)
0: yes, for sure. Now let's. You know what? We've we've been chatting, and it's nice. But let's get into some music. And our first song, I think this is. I'll say that this isn't just a good way to start. It's a great way to start. Um, It's a song by. The American rock band known as The Beach Boys Composed by Brian Wilson with lyrics by Mike Love And was released October 10th, 1966 And was a commercial hit Topping the charts in several countries Including the United States and the United Kingdom And that song, ladies and gentlemen Is Good Vibrations Let's start this barbecue Which is the theme of the show If you didn't get that earlier Let's start this barbecue with some good vibrations from The Beach Boys.
3: Ah, I
4: love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her head
5: I cast my memory back there, Sometimes overcome thinking about it. Making love in the green grass Behind the stadium with you My bright-eyed girl and You, my bright-eyed girl We used to sing Chololet
0: Brown-Eyed Girl by Mr. Van Morrison. And don't we all have our our own brown-eyed girl? I know that Nick certainly has a blue-eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a I great was one. like, he does not. <laughs> he does
0: not have no, a eyed
1: girl. My mom's a brown-eyed girl. Oh, there you go, no. mom. Shout out, mom. Nick's mom is his brown-eyed girl. <laughs> And my do- my family's getting a new dog. She might
0: be a brown-eyed girl. We'll go. have to see. You know, there you, yeah. go. you could have a couple. I could a have couple. a couple brown-eyed girls. Yeah, a couple little brown-eyed ladies. Right. Um, here's a fun story about brown-eyed girl by <laughs> Van Morrison. Um, I worked. If you if you know anything about me, one of the things that you should know is that I worked for many a year at Coors Frozen Custard, the original. In Seaside Heights slash Ortley Beach slash Lavalette slash Seaside Park, um, there's a, a couple locations, <laughs> but it's
1: not. I was like, it's like is
2: not... it just on the border?
0: <laughs> We've talked about this though.
1: Like it's a different because there's Corbros that like I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's South Jersey.
0: Core Bros because okay. we're the original. It's different. Okay, it's different. It's we we were the original. You see, that's fair. Um, we came around first, nineteen nineteen, cores. Bros. Actually, Coors Bros is 1923, so they're celebrating 100 years, I believe, this year. What a
2: fun fact. You just had that handy. Yeah, I
0: just had that handy. Um, I know a lot about Coors. But anyway, any, anyway, that's neither here nor there. The story is I was working at the Ortley Beach location, which is where I was the manager for a couple of years. And uh, I played music during my shifts and I would really blast the music. It was a good environment, lots and lots of fun. And there was one slow day. It was probably like a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, you know. We were we were very slow and I was just blasting Brown Eyed Girl on the speakers. And I had the speaker like out the window so that the people that were like eating cuz we had a little eating area right outside that they could hear the music, right? So just blasting this and a guy walks up to the window and he's like, "I really appreciate you playing that song, man." I was like, Yeah, it's a great song. I, I love I love uh, Van Morrison and Brown Eyed Girl. He was like and then he pulls out his wallet and he shows me his ID and he said, Van Morrison's my cousin and his name was like Charlie Morrison or something wow. like that. And That's he was like So, so I really funny. appreciate you playing that song. I you're was no, like, No wow. problem, man. You never, never so know cool. who you're gonna find in the great state of New Jersey. It could be anyone. Could be anyone. A
2: place of opportunity.
0: Truly, mm-hmm. truly, the dirty jurors is what <laughs> they call it in the streets. But I don't know. Um, but anyway, so that's my that's my brown eyed girl Van Morrison story. And I here's another quick little story for you. Because you can save the date for the next uh, exhibition at the Villanova University Art Gallery. Our spring show is titled Father Richard G. Canoli." Canoli, <laughs> Excuse me, not Canoli.
2: The Jersey showing. Right.
0: <laughs> Father Richard G. Canoli, a painter's pil- pilgrimage which celebrates the secular and liturgical works of Father Richard. The memorial exhibit serves as closure to a curatorial legacy. Father Richard's genre-bending art is colored with drama, demonstrated in everything from his liturgical vestments to his plein air watercolors. Opening reception with food and drinks will be Thursday, April 13th, from 4 to 6 p.m. in the Art Gallery, located on the second floor of Connolly. All are welcome to attend. Nick, how are you? your phil's doing to start the season uh trey
1: turner struck out on three pitches i'm very upset about it naturally um aaron nola's just taking the mound he's uh going up against marcus Simeon right now the pitch okay we're not doing play by play play -play, (laughs) um but yeah no it's it's too early to tell but hopefully the phillies are good this year okay
0: all right i like to hear that um so you have the next song here nick on on our list of of barbecue barbecue songs which would be uh I believe a song since we were talking about the Dirty jurors from a Jersey oh, legend. You know it. Born in the USA by the Bruce
1: Springsteen, uh and the E Street Band. Um I think this just screams America. The boss. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like the first the first song that popped into my mind when we when you ran this idea by me and I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Bruce Springsteen. Um uh it topped out um uh, just had it. Chopped down, number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1985. Um, it was also chosen as 275th on Rolling Stone's Top 500 Greatest Songs of All Time in 01, the first time they
0: did it. Um, doesn't this just bring you to, like, a 4th of July barbecue? Oh, it certainly does. It certainly does. Born in the USA is a really interesting song to me, too, because... It's a song that you associate with like the Fourth of July and and patriotism. (laughs) It is really not a patriotic song, even remotely. It's totally like an anti-war, anti-Vietnam War song, but it's really good. Like a great song.
2: I've never gotten that before. I haven't realized.
0: Well, you know what? I'll listen closely. We'll listen closely as we play "The Boss," "Born in the USA" by Bruce Springsteen here on WXVU. Boss, Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA on the 891 The Roar WXVU. This is Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ. And I am AJ Malillo, and I'm joined in studio with my terrific co host, Nicholas Anthony Pilney, and our wonderful guest, Kellyanne Gersick. I'm doing full names. I'm doing full names. I like it. Yes. Um, so that was, that was born in the USA. And our next song, it's a real earworm it's going to get stuck into your your brain and you're going to be listening and singing you're going to be walking around tomorrow cuz it's get moving friday so naturally yeah. you'll be getting moving how you doing, how you doing? and this song <laughs> this song will uh will just pop in your head and you'll be you'll be singing along and it's a great one
2: i've never heard the phrase earworm
0: Really? Never the first Ear earworm is
2: going to be stuck in my head. All day. There?
0: Well, there you go. This is that this was... is it. Some may call it an earworm. Some oh. may call this an earworm. It was number three, I I it. <laughs> number three on the Billboard Hot 100, and uh, it is by the band Chicago off of their album Chicago Five. It's "Saturday in the Park," and according to one of the members of Chicago, the song was inspired in New York City. Uh, on Saturday, July 4th, 1970, where the songwriter Robert Lamb came back to the hotel from Central Park and was very excited after seeing a steel drum steel drum players, singers, dancers, and jugglers, and said, man, it's time to put music to this. And here's my fun story about Saturday in the Park, because I always have a fun story with these songs. Um, there's a line in this song. It's like, Saturday in the Park must have been for July. And then there's a part where he says... A man's selling ice cream, singing Italian songs. And so as we just discussed prior to going to the last song, I did work at an ice cream store. And I often did sing whilst working at the ice cream store and serving ice cream. And some of the time, it would be Italian songs. So that line always really hit home because I felt like he was singing about meat. <laughs> You're so sweet, AJ. That <laughs>
2: was so sweet, <laughs> but I'd anyway, that is like that's a <laughs> that,
0: And as they say, <laughs> <I'm amore. laughs> <It's your eye. laughs> that is a more. Here is Saturday in the Park by Chicago. <laughs> the park, well, it must have been the 4th of July here on WXVU, and WXVU is a partner with the 32nd annual Cobbs Burks Jazz Festival, happening now through April 2nd. Enjoy over 40 concerts in 10 days, from the premier jazz festival on the East Coast. Ticketing information is available at BurksJazzFest.com, and you are listening to V891, The Roar. This is Thoughts of Yesterday, with A.J., And we are breaking down some solid hits that you might hear at a nice summer barbecue to get you in the spirit of summer and to get you just relaxing. Because like we said earlier when we started the show, there is nothing more relaxing than going to a barbecue. Again, hosting a barbecue a lot different. You got to get, you know, the melons just cut right, and you got to get the burgers flipped, and you got to get your hot dogs. I don't know. I, I'm a fan of dirty water dogs. How about you? Are you do, do you guys prefer, like, a grilled dog? Oh, I'm a big grilled dog. You're guy. a big yeah. grilled I, dog
1: I guy. actually
2: don't have a preference as long as it's not cut open. I hate the ones that are, like, split down mm. the middle. Okay. That's gross okay. to me.
1: How many, like, realistically, how many, like, hot dogs slash burgers do you think you could, like, just... In one shot? Yeah, go down, like, like at a... At a barbecue. Yeah, at a barbecue. How much am I How many can, well, you, can how you pound them down? Well, how long is the barbecue?
2: Down? Yeah, it's just like a family barbecue.
1: You get there, That's like... it's like a full day of for- Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Like, right. you're getting there at noon. Yeah, and you're staying until... Till midnight. Yeah.
2: Okay, if I'm going in trying to slam hot dogs, like I your goal think of I could this, house Like, you 12. come
1: in, like, you haven't eaten for 24 hours. What do you oh, think? like,
0: oh. you are ready. You're there for the hot dogs. Yeah. Ooh. I'm one not
2: going say I haven't eaten, but I'm saying I could eat... 12 I, I'm on with like you. On like a normal stomach 12. if I have the goal of eating hot dogs. Yeah, what? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That, I agree.
2: Condiments,
0: yeah. condiments. What but I'll do? go 13 just to one up you.
2: Oh, fair enough. <laughs>
1: Ketchup's on par with your nickname. I, you would, I would not go anything. Straight hot dog
2: wow a dry wow. dog dry
1: dog i need a mustard wow. need some mustard Ew.
0: yeah no. maybe dry, some cheese dry dog i mean like, if the chili dog is okay. available dogs. like i'm gonna go for that chili dogs but hot like, and heavy i can't you be can eating 13, 13 chili, chili, chili dogs, dogs. Yeah. So that's why i'm saying dry you dogs about
1: it. Mm, yeah dry dogs i like burgers man too like, bur- I, do like a burger. I do like between a burger.
0: burger hot dog i'm going burger at, at a yeah I, nine mm. times out of ten unless it's a dirty water dog that's i love sad. a dirty water dog slight
2: preference for hot dogs but only slight interesting
0: you know I have a slight preference for karaoke nights And the next song is my most recent karaoke song And that's called A Beautiful Segway Thank you, thank you I appreciate all of the applause Now, the next song Nick is going to introduce But it is my most recent karaoke song I rocked the house at McGillen's on Sunday Celebrating my brother's fiancé's birthday Happy belated birthday, Caitlin Um, And this was my karaoke song So Nick, take it away it's Jimmy Buffett's "Margaritaville." Spoiler alert! No,
1: I'm just kidding. Uh, it is Jimmy Butler jimmy Butler's Jimmy Buffett's "Margaritaville." You know <laughs> what? Jimmy, Bu-
2: jimmy Butler week. is
1: my favorite basketball. We talked about this earlier this week. Yeah. Um, released in 1977, it reached number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, went to number one on the Easy Listening chart, and I think that's all. This is what today's about. It's an easy, easy listening. Listen. You got a margarita <laughs> in your hand. Maybe on one of those like Adirondack
0: chairs.
2: I love an Adirondack right? chair. Right. I think it's got even better. Up.
0: It's even better. You got a margarita in the hand, and you are in the pool. Like, oh like yeah. You're like the 50 year old uncle who's mm. single. You got a margarita in your hand. He's maybe maybe recently divorced, and he's in like a inflatable. Uh, this seems too- personally. He's no, got a no, no. story. He's in an inflatable. he's in an inflatable tube in the pool and all the kids are splashing around him and he's kind of annoyed, but Margaritaville's on and he's happy and he's just vibing. He's got he's his sunglasses on. on,
1: laying back. You know what I'm saying? It's like the epitome of like a barbecue and like what it's supposed to be about. Right. And even like another fun fact we were talking about off air. Um it's this song has resulted in a chain of restaurants for Jimmy Buffett called Jimmy Buffett's
0: Margaritaville, and sure, sure, there's sure. one in Atlantic City. Jimmy Buffett's got two, two restaurant chains after songs. He also has a restaurant cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, I saw that too. So
2: when's come Gordon Ramsay going to start singing?
0: <laughs> so come on! Um, but yeah, one
1: in Atlantic City, one in uh, New York City. There's a bunch everywhere, but you can look that up. But I
0: just found that interesting. That is pretty interesting. And here is. Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. I want you to imagine a nice salt rim floating on a pool, uh, inflatable tube while we listen. (laughs)
3: Nibbling
6: on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake, all of those tourists covered with oil. Strumming my six string on my front porch swing, smell of shrimp there again. Sure, but this brand new tattoo. But it's a real beauty. I'm Mexican.
4: Randy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. they say, they'll say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. silent town, and loves a man who's not around, she still can't hear him say, she hears him say, brandy, you're a fine girl,
0: By The Looking Glass A Jersey song A Jersey band And it was requested by A Jersey girl um, A possible future Guest on our program Magterino. So shout out if you're listening And we know that you are um, Thank you for the suggestion And that's a great song uh, Basically this is about an urban myth uh, From a woman named Mary Ellis Who was a spinster in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And uh, but so that well, I should rephrase that. The myth is that that's who this is about. But the lead singer said, No, that's not true, but I don't know. Who we believe in out there? I don't know who we believe in. We have a nerd alert, AJ. We do have a nerd alert in the studio.
2: Leave me alone. Kelly. Kelly's the
0: nerd. She just just outed herself.
2: I was just going to make a comment about the spinster and then all of a (laughs) sudden.
0: Guess
1: what she is doing right now in the least barbecue way.
2: She's doing
0: homework. She's doing homework.
2: I'm sorry.
0: This is a no homework zone. I
2: know. I know. I know. Okay. So I'm so close to being done this little thing. This like milestone of our project and I just want to get it done so I can go home and just relax. Okay. Like once this is finished, my night's free because I'm not going to edit it tonight. Like once it's no, on well you paper, can't edit it
0: until like the
1: next day. Exactly. I haven't started yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure Mrs. and Mr. Pilney hear that loud and clear. Nick hasn't started his motion. My yeah. dad will I'm be mad. I'm also a
1: good yeah.
2: influence. Hear that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Listen, Kelly's doing her work. Kelly's a nerd, but Nick needs it. I'm no, no, so no. Far ahead. In my <laughs> defense. Who did all the readings this week? Oh That's it. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Okay, we don't need this. In this rebuttal? In hold rebuttal. on, hold on. I am not a relationship counselor. <laughs> I've caught up on all the readings oh, as of this point. Oh, So oh, I've done everything.
2: I just I'm, wasn't prepared for class.
0: As I said, I am not a relationship counselor. That means I'm allowed to pick side. Kelly wins.
2: Yes. <laughs> it is what it is. And we're relaxing.
0: And we're relaxing. And you know what we also are doing? WXVU is sending our deepest gratitude to Dina Lay. Um... She did a lot of work for us over her four years at the station, and she was the station advisor and assistant director for media programs at Villanova. We wish her the best of luck in her new role in multimedia at the Community College of Philadelphia. Thank you, Dina. Shout out to Dina. And let's let's move right along with another great tune that is one of those songs— that I hear and I just think of summertime. Mostly because, well, it's about summertime. Um, and it's also a great song to to play for opening day of baseball. Because everybody knows Major League Baseball, they're known as the Boys of Summer. And that's exactly the song that we have next. Don Healy's The Boys of Summer. Uh, he was the Eagles vocalist and drummer. I'm sorry, Don Henley. I said Healy. It's Don henley you're doing great we
2: should get (laughs) healy's that'd be awesome i feel i had no balance no
0: balance with healy's okay so so don henley (laughs) wrote the lyrics and the music was composed by mike campbell of tom petty and the heartbreakers and this song it's just an absolute bop it's a banger um Another story about the time when I used to work at Coors and we used to play this song and we were known as The Boys of Summer because Coors Frozen Custer the original at Ortley there was a summer in which only boys worked at that store and so we went by The Boys of Summer and so here it is The Boys of Summer by Mr. Don Henley. The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. An absolute classic and a great, great song. And how are our Phillies doing, Mr. Pilney?
1: Oh, it's lovely. It's 4 nothing early. We've hopped out on Jacob deGrom. That's um, big. Trey Turner got a triple. Captain America. Brandon Marsh got a triple the uh, caveman. Yeah, it's just it's been beautiful to see so far. It's coming up with nicknames. I'm very happy. I was
2: wondering if you made those up or if those were like My Parlay's also doing accepted. well.
0: That's good. So like Trey Turner being Captain America, that's kind of at this point I I think commonly accepted because he had such a great world baseball classic. Okay. Um Brandon Marsh being the caveman, I don't know if that's a thing, but he kind of looks like one. He has really, really long hair and a really long beard.
2: Perfect. My dad calls
0: it. him, like, gritty. He is gritty. Yeah, he's got the... He's very Philly. Yeah, he's Wait, very what's
2: Philly. what's his name again? I'll Google him. Brandon, Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh. Yeah. He's, he's, on, about, like, he's like strong... our
1: age, too. Like, yeah, he's a young guy. He's making millions, he's good. and I'm in law school. Gonna I think be about that millions. stuff
2: all the time. Me, Me Oh, he too. does look like gritty. Mm. I
0: often think, you know, I put myself... And over hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, <laughs> and I could like rookie numbers be in a career <laughs> <laughs> right now. AJ, think about all the,
1: that all the time. But then I also think, what transferable skills do I have right now to go into the workplace? Um, I'll Aww. tell you
0: this: if if I was a radio station listening to this, I'd say I'd pay these people to be a DJ. Big bucks. Big bucks. We should be sponsored. big bucks. I'd pay him Howard Stern kind of money. <laughs> know what I'm saying? There we go. There you go. So we do have a little bit of time to kill because um, I don't know. I think we've just kind of been rolling through songs. Maybe we just pick shorter songs than usual this Maybe.
1: week. Maybe it's possible.
0: Um So we do have we do have a little bit of time to kill. So we're gonna have a, a quick little debate. Um about margarita rims because we we had mentioned that before. So so text us if you like sugar or salt on your margarita rims. As we take in the polling, we'll let everybody know. I know that in this room, I'm outnumbered two to one. We got two sugar people. I'm a salt guy I, myself. Yeah, I'm a sugar. Are you in girly. general
2: more of a savory than sweet?
0: I would say I could go either way. Okay. Like I, I can go with some cake if I want. Okay. And then I could go with. I can't even think of a savory meatballs. Meat. I love meatballs. Chips. He just made
2: meatballs today for our class. Hold
0: on, that's a good story to tell tell on air as we have a little bit of time here
2: about the injustice that was
0: served. Well, you know what it was, Kelly. It's I learned a, a valuable lesson. In the last 24 hours. The
2: lawyer learned how to read the fine print. I, read
0: the fine print because it'll get you. It'll get you every single time. Um, so, so weeks ago, weeks ago, our great 1L representative, Joe Torres, he said, um, you know, you guys should participate in this event called the law of seasonings basically it's like you you submit a recipe that has to do with either your culture or your family and you talk a little bit tell a little story about the recipe you bring it in everybody's gonna eat it it's great i was like this is awesome i can make some meatballs this is gonna be awesome i texted joe i said i'm gonna sign up i'm gonna make meatballs he was like i love to hear it that sounds great i can't wait super excited great sign up for the event I write up a whole little thing talking about how uh, it's my family recipe, and it's my grandfather's recipe, and it's great, and I'm super excited. write up the whole thing. I put all the ingredients, not obviously, obviously, just for all the millennials listening, I did not put the measurements or anything like that. I just had to list out some ingredients, you know, allergies, whatnot. So I put out the ingredients. I'm like, this is great. Didn't hear anything back. That doesn't stop me. Because I go out and I buy four pounds worth of ground beef along with all of the other ingredients needed for these meatballs. And yesterday. How much
2: total do you think you spent on this? Because I know that stuff is not cheap. So
0: I spent $25 on the beef alone. Wow. And then I will give the shout out to my brother. Oh, wait, I don't even remember if I paid for the rest of it. My brother may have paid for the, the smaller ingredients. Okay,
2: it was subsidized. It was slightly it was subsidized. But I may
0: have also you paid for You wasted money on it. I used mu- money. But more importantly than that, I used time. That love. I could have been... Oh, well, I didn't. I, I have so much love to give Kelly. I there's never There's no... Out. It never runs out. It's an eternal supply. Internal and eternal, you know? So, so I... Slaved away for these meatballs. I pushed off all other of work that I could have been doing. And I didn't do that. I made meatballs so that my beautiful classmates could enjoy the Malillo family we're, meatballs. We're
1: talking triple digits
0: here. I'm talking 150 meatballs that I made last night. And then I send an email out. I said, hey, I haven't received any information about this event. Um, could you possibly uh let me know like where i have to go with with my food and they were like thank you so much sorry nobody reached out but um all the food has to be catered and i was like excuse me excuse me catered
2: that is the most horrible thing that's ever been done and then
0: i'm i'm freaking out I'm like, this is ridiculous. What am I going to do with 150 meatballs that I just cooked? And I'm talking to my brother. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. It doesn't say anything about catered food in this email or this email. I was like, it doesn't even say it here in this form. And then I was reading the form. And I said, look, see, and I'm reading, reading, reading. And then I get to the line. All food must be catered. And I turn to my brother and I say, never mind. It's just like a stupid premise It like, was
2: the second to last sentence It wasn't fair Right It was just Why? Up. Why are we so, having like a law of
1: seasonings And it's supposed to show off your If you gotta get it catered Like I don't Like show I, off your listen, recipe Listen
0: I also don't understand it But hey here and we
2: there are there were no meatballs present It's not like they had already No had meatballs, meatballs present Not a meatball no, inside It was their
0: loss man. But you know what I had the hundred and fifty meatballs, and they did not go to waste. I emailed our professor he ate every
2: single by one by
0: <laughs> myself. I emailed our professor, uh, Professor Seaman of our contracts class. It's a bit apropos since I didn't read the fine print, and then I wound up having to email the contracts professor about this. And I said, "Can I please bring in meatballs?" And he said go for it so I brought in a hundred and fifty meatballs and my beautiful classmates did get to enjoy those meatballs at 11 a.m at 11 am <laughs> and or later I've
2: been thinking about this a lot I feel m- like the
0: meatballs they were really good right well, I didn't oh you didn't get to, to any, right potentially
2: have a stomach ulcer <laughs> Um, but I'm off acidic Foods for the time being. Fair, fair, fair. I've been fair. thinking a lot recently about how funny law school is. Like, if anyone else looked at what we did, the relationships we have with our professors, anything like that, like, the lives we lead are so funny. I feel like...
0: I think we might just be funny
7: people, Kelly. We
2: might just be funny people, but, like, I think our professors are funny. I think the stuff we do is funny. They're always letting us do some wacky little things. Every, everyone knows we're struggling.
0: Right. No, it's you're just right. It's a good
2: place to be. It's
0: a good vibe. It is a good vibe. And you know what else is a good vibe? Our next song, which will be presented by Mr. Nick Pilney. Oh, God. Oh, God. Wait, no, I know it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe start
2: looking on the list. I'm Nick. looking. I'm looking. Why do we prepare for not- an <laughs> honor? Exactly. Why do I slay away? I was lulled
1: into this false happiness of meatballs. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think this one's going to be a fan favorite uh, Cruel Summer. By not by Taylor Swift, everybody don't get your hopes up. Uh, Uh, By Bananarama, 1983 uh, hit the UK charts pretty uh, pretty hard, number eight in '83, um, but it only reached its peak when it was in the classic movie *Ralph Macchio: The Karate Kid*. Great movie. Um, *Cruel Summer* was featured in that movie, and I don't know. I just remember sitting there, you know, Karate Kid's like a summer movie. And obviously, like, it takes place while they're in school, though. But, like, the whole daniel son moving in the summer, a new environment, those summer nights meeting his love. And, you know, then there's Johnny and everything. And now Cobra Kai's out. And I watched the first two seasons of that, and that was pretty good. Um,. Oh, rabbit rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry, <that one. laughs> but Cruel Summer. Great song. Great song. Crowdie Kid's awesome too.
0: I was I was just letting you have that that moment, Nick. Here it is. Cruel Summer notice. by Banana Rama <laughs> on V 891 The Roar.
7: University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. WXVU is proud to announce that we were selected as the winner of Best Public Affairs Programming at this year's IBS Conference in New York City for Alex Hudson's Ring the Alarm podcast. WXVU was nominated for five awards in all, including Best Overall Station. To hear Alex's podcast and to read more about the awards, more information is available at WXVU.org. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support over the last year to help make this kind of recognition possible. On Thursday, April 13th at 4 p.m. in Falvey Library's Speaker's Corner, there will be a scholarship at Villanova Talk featuring Dr. Alessandra Segui, visiting professor, Department of Sociology and Criminology. Dr. Segi will present a talk titled, Youth and Suicide in American Cinema, All the Silence We Don't Talk About. Rather than obliterate or block certain content from reaching audiences, or suggest certain reactions to audiences, young audiences need to think for themselves and question the media. Importantly, silence, by intruding into several interactions, dramatically alters them, yet it rarely gets talked about in film. For more information, visit library.villanova.edu.
6: Ugh,
0: I'm setting another timer for 30 minutes. Ugh, I'm so tired. What time is it? Ah, I have to go to class.
7: Have you ever woken
2: up from a nap like this? Here's some advice, backed by research, to take naps that
7: help you wake up refreshed and sleep at night without trouble.
2: Number one, keep naps
7: short. Nap should only be 15 to 30 minutes long. Number two, optimal napping time is between 1 and 4 p.m., but find a time that works for you. Number
2: three, nap in a quiet, dark, and cool environment without distractions. That means no phones.
7: Really, no phones?
2: Correct. No phones. Now you can feel more rested during those tough work weeks.
7: Happy catnapping, Wildcats. And remember, don't sleep on sleep. This PSA was brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. From the newsroom, this is WXVU roving correspondent Ryan Derry with your Global News Minute. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced on Saturday that he and one of his chief acolytes, Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko, have cut a deal that will see Russian tactical nuclear warheads stationed in Belarus. The Honduran government on Sunday formally opened diplomatic ties with Beijing while severing them with Taipei. Taiwan is now down to, officially, 13 countries that still recognize it diplomatically. The Rwandan government on Friday commuted the 25-year prison sentence of Paul Rusabagina, the man whose activities during the 1994 Rwandan genocide were the subject of the 2004 film Hotel Rwanda. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu sacked his defense minister, Yov Galant, on Sunday after Galant called for a legislative pause in Netanyahu's deeply divisive judicial reform effort amid another massive protest against it in Tel Aviv. The firing prompted Yassaf Zamir, the Israeli Consul General, in New York City to resign his post in protest. With this week's Global News Minute, I'm Ryan Derry from the WXVU Newsroom.
2: Now here's your three-day weather forecast for the Main Line.
1: Partly cloudy skies tonight, down to 32 for a low. On your Friday, we'll see a mix of sun and clouds in the morning, followed by cloudy skies in the afternoon, a high of 62. And on Saturday, we'll see cloudy skies with chances for rain throughout the day. We'll warm up to 71.
0: And you are listening to V89.1, the roar WXVU. And this is Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ. And I i am AJ Melillo, and I'm joined... In studio with my terrific co-host Nicholas Anthony Pilney and the beautiful and talented Kelly Anne Gersick. What is up? Hey AJ. how are we doing? Good. good. I'm glad. I'm glad. We I'm it's glad we're it's doing like good.
1: a it's like a we were talking about. It's like an electric vibe in this studio right now.
0: Yeah, we we got the we got a mad case of the Fridays in this studio, we and do. it's Thursday. And but we I, don't have class tomorrow. We so don't it's have. Kind of like Friday. True, but I will be writing a lot. Me.
2: Guess who too. is done work?
0: Oh,
1: guess who's
7: yeah. been working
0: while oh. we've been on air? Okay, just well, guess who's
2: no longer working on air?
7: Whatever.
0: Yeah, we I only have 20 task. minutes left. <laughs> and
2: you guys have my
0: undivided, undivided? attention. Okay, for good. 20. I appreciate that. Good, good. How are the Phil's doing?
1: Alec Bohm, if the MVP race ended today, he's the MVP. He's got a home run and a double.
0: The kid's raking. Big season ahead for him. Boom, ba-boom, boom, boom. Love to hear it. And you know what he's kind of doing? He's kind of walking on sunshine like <laughs> Katrina and the waves. Uh, The next song is going to be Walking on Sunshine, written by the band's guitarist, Kimberly Rue. She said, quote, I'd love to say Walking on Sunshine relates to a significant event in my life, like walking out of my front door and seeing a comment and being inspired. But it's just a piece of simple fun, an optimistic song despite us not being inspired outstandingly cheery people. We were typic- we were a typically young band, insecure and pessimistic. We didn't have big hair and didn't look anything like the Motown-influenced group. We didn't have any credibility or a fan base. In-, in awe of our mystique, we were a second on the bill at a festival in Germany pop band. But we had this song. I think that that's kind of sweet and kind of endearing. And... Here it is, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Stop Me Now by Queen. You know, Freddie Mercury just has such a magical voice. He really does. It's so good. It's so good.
1: I love Freddie Mercury. Yes. If, I agree. If I could go back and see one concert, like, I don't know. It would be Queen. It would just, Fair any. Way. obviously, like, Live Aid would have been sick, but any Queen performance would have been really cool to see. But, With
0: Freddie Mercury, yeah. yeah, yeah. Faux show.
1: Sure. I was not born yet.
0: It happens to the best of us, you know? Sometimes you just ain't ain't alive yet, or you should yes, have done better. Or you were already alive. Like, yeah, happens to the best of us, mm. really. All of us, actually. If you think about it, you, you, wanna, just, you can't always be there. We're getting dark on the- It's not getting dark. It's not getting dark. <laughs> I That's have. Uh, What's up?
1: I was going to say, I have some facts about the last two songs.
0: Yeah, give me some facts.
1: So, first one Katrina and the Waves. My father. Walking on sunshine. Who so I have beef with that I'll address after this. Okay. Um,. We're beefing
0: yeah. with Mr. Bilney.
1: <laughs> Saw Katrina and the Waves at JFK Stadium. Uh, they were an opening act and played "Walking on Sunshine" like three times because they just literally had nothing else. Hey,
0: respect. <laughs> all right, do what you got to do. Like, do what it's at. funny. <laughs> do
7: they, what you do that.
1: O- they opened. They opened for The Who. So
0: weird, little. That's a weird mix, but yeah, I yeah. I do really like The Who. So that's uh,
1: cool. also, don't stop me now. I think we all agree in this room. It is a feel-good, windows-down, summertime. Could be played at a barbecue. Sure. song.
0: Sure, I'm, I'm sure I've heard it at barbecue. It's before. in the
1: same. It's in the same breath as all the songs that we're we're, we're doing right now. I would agree. So, you know, I'm getting some some uh, like you know. You're getting attacked. Yeah, I'm getting some some, some pushback. pushback. Thank you. Yes, I'm getting some pushback about about my choice from the rents. From the who? From the rents. Your parents. Oh yes, Yeah, Sorry. I'm not hip like you are, AJ. I'm kidding. Uh
0: he's hearing from the Rents and the Rents. I've never heard about of the
1: Rents. It. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Um so the Song was released as a single in nineteen seventy nine. Um and I think this is a good is, year. Yeah, no, it's a great year. And
0: one of the best. Not,
2: right
1: right up before there, the
0: Phillies won the World Series. Nineteen seventy nine is probably in the top two thousand and twenty three years since after uh, since the AD started, you know mm-hmm. Since the Common Era of Top
1: 2023, 20,
0: right? 100% Top 2023,
1: yeah Anyway <laughs> This song uh, was not recognized uh, When it was originally released It reached number 9 in the UK But only 86 in the US um, Really only ever got like its fame in like the time For just being on the album Jazz um, So it's like, oh yeah, it's a good song on the album um, As time went on though Um, It became much more prominent. Uh, Rolling Stones uh, declared it as um, one of the group's best work. They have it ranked third uh, of all of Queen's songs. Um, And then in a 2019 Billboard article titled, The Evolution of Queen's Don't Stop Me Now, How a Minor Hit Became One of the Band's Most Beloved and Inescapable Songs, Bobby Oliver wrote, or Olivier, sorry, wrote, you might have noticed a new commercial promoting the new season of American Idol. It was a 90-second music video featuring a dozen or so bright-eyed contestants, all of whom gleefully belted lines from a beloved song that has felt particularly ubiquitous, ubiquitous as of late. Thanks, AJ. You got it. No, it wasn't Shallow or Thank You Next. It was Queen's Don't Stop Me Now, a classic rock energizer that has, in the last six months alone, also been featured in commercials for Toyota, Silk Almond Milk, Amazon, and L'Oreal. Is it milk if it comes from something that doesn't produce milk? That's it's all. I'm so, I don't like any of those milks. But anyway, I the point alcohol. is, guys, the point is is that time has looked back fondly on Don't Stop Me Now. And uh, I just think that's beautiful. It's eclipsed over 500 million plays on Spotify, nearly double that of any Rolling Stones, U2, or Led Zeppelin song.
0: Yeah, Nick, that was a lot of information about "Don't Stop Me Now." <laughs> he really likes it. And I, you know what? It's my fault. It's my fault because I said we were running. We we had a lot of extra time, and now we're now we got a lot less time. Sorry, (laughs) guys. You don't like Don't Stop (laughs) Me Now? I had to get on my sofa. (laughs) Nick has just been vamping. It's okay. We still love you, Nick, and that was a lot of great information. But we have two more songs to get through because all good things must come to an end. And this, like all the other good things, comes to an end at 5.30. So, Kelly, you have our next song before we begin to wrap up here on Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ. All
2: right, I'll keep my facts quick. This is the first song I've ever gotten to pick for the radio show. I picked American Girl by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, It was first released in 1976 and did not chart in the United States, but it was re-released in 1994 and hit number 68 on the top 100. And a fun fact about this song is that American Girl was the last song ever performed in concert by Tom Petty before he passed away in 2017.
0: And like I said to you, and you said that off air, I wouldn't consider that a fun fact. But I think it's interesting
2: interesting that it didn't chart. And then it was the last song he ever played.
0: Yeah, and it's a great song. Just
2: randomly on an encore, he played it.
0: Yeah, "American Girl." It's it's a great one. Um, I think that it is probably. I know I put it right up there as as Tom Petty's like most popular song. Probably first or second. First or right up there, right up there. Um, But here it is, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, "American Girl." Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, "American Girl," an absolute classic song, and picked by Miss Kelly. That's a great pick. That's a great pick, Kel. I really enjoy that song. Love that one. Um. So, look, we had a little poll going, and we have our final tally as we are approaching the end of the show. And the the Sugars had it four to three. <laughs> the, sh- the Sugars Woo! had it. Four to three on it's the on the victory. sugar rim versus salt rim debate, and look, I think that, like I said earlier, all good things must come to an end, and this too must come to an end and I think, like any good barbecue, well, after you know everybody 's had a couple libations in them, they 're having a good time, and this song comes on, and every like the whole the whole shindig stops when this song comes on, and everybody sings along, and it 's a b e a u to time. And this song is a great one. I think it's quintessential USA. I think it's quintessential American barbecue. And the song is American Pie by Don McLean. Uh, this song is obviously, it's it's about the day that the music died. It's about the day of a plane crash in which a couple of early rock and roll stars, Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens, all were killed in 1959 when really they called it the end of the era of early rock and roll became and it was it was the day the music died and that's what this song is about that tragedy great fun facts guys you guys are really yeah, I you guys dark are really the killing end. it, it got dark in the i end. didn't say it, it was a fun it. fact i said that's what the song was about and i said that it has become quintessential america despite its dark I, and you know what no i i wouldn't even say it's a, it's a dark it's a dark uh, song.
2: My parents love this song.
0: Because it's it keeps Buddy Holly, the big bopper, Richie Valance, rock and roll, that era of music, that era of America, that that iconic sound alive. Don McLean,
1: uh, fun fact, actually went to Villanova for a little bit.
0: Oh, there you wow. go. That's a, a more fun fact. A Thank Villanova you. guy, a great American song, and that'll do it for Thoughts of Yesterday with AJ. I am AJ Melillo. I'm Nick Pilney. And I'm Kelly Gersick. And we were so glad to bring you some music today. I hope you tune in next week. Unfortunately.